Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. stuff going on in the world. Let's bring you some some uplifting conversation, maybe just a tad. I'm Jeremy Scott, and good evening from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. My guest tonight is Mark Anthony. He is the psychic lawyer, a fourth-generation psychic medium, and he's also a Oxford... What are you, Mark? <laughs> I had it well, in front I of me. Uh, <laughs> and then I lost an well, Oxford-educated trial attorney licensed to practice law in Florida, Washington, D.C. And before the United States Supreme Court, he appears regularly on television as a legal analyst, psychic medium, and an expert on the paranormal, after-death communication, and uh, near-death experiences. I think I got it, Mark. You did. Thank you, Jeremy. You know, you you have got to have the coolest theme song. I'm on a lot of shows. And um, I think your show is is one of the coolest. So thank you for having me back on. Well, I agree. And again, Johnny Cobb and uh, Jerry McCoy, I always give them credit. Every time somebody brings up the theme song, uh, it's their deal. And I love it so much. I love it so much. Uh, Mark is uh, author of Evidence of Eternity as well and Never Letting Go. It's been about three years since we had Mark on the program. Uh, He reached out to me uh, in in the midst of the whole uh, COVID-19 situation, wanting to share some, maybe some uplifting insights, uh, the planetary and spiritual ramifications 
of the pandemic. Um, Mark, lots of stress going on in the world right now. There, there really is. There really is, Jeremy. And, you know, I've been asked to appear on a lot of shows. Um, and what, what's interesting is because I had a whole 2020 tour, the Mark Anthony 2020 Visionary Tour. And when the pandemic hit, uh, my team and I, we said, you know, let's go virtual. So that's why I'm on your show. So I may not be able to go to uh, public appearances, but I'm able to reach out to people and to talk, uh, you know, talk to them and, and about my insights, uh, what's going on here. And, you know, I kept thinking, how do you uplift people during something like this? You know, because we're seeing on the news how people are protesting, people are getting cabin fever, they're getting all all stressed out. And, you know, something I I always feel, Jeremy, that nothing in life is random. Nothing is a coincidence. Oh, boy. I, you know, I believe in synchronicity. I believe that everything happens for a reason uh, and we don't always understand the full ramifications of it. And the reason I'm bringing this up is it made me think of this woman that I met when I was a teenager. Her name was Anita. And Anita was this elderly English woman. I've always been a history buff. I mean, I have a background in history, archaeology, theology, philosophy, quantum physics, you know, in addition to law and spirituality. And I, I was always fascinated with World War II. And Anita, it came up in conversation that she had lived through the London Air Blitz. And so I'm like, Oh my God! I gotta hear this, and 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 she was del- delighted. I mean, she was so English. She said, "Simply delightful," you know. And and I said, "So so, what was it like?" And she said, "Mark, it was absolutely dreadful." She said, "For four months, nonstop, starting in the summer of 1940, France had uh, Germany had overwhelmed the French army. France had fallen. Everybody expected Britain was going to surrender, and they didn't." And so the German Luftwaffe, the Air Force, came across the English channels, are bombing England mercilessly because they wanted to to force uh, Britain to surrender. And she said that she said, I can never get even to this day, you know, it had been, you know, almost 50 years uh, since the war when, when she was telling me this. She said. I can't get the sound of those dive bombers out of my uh, my head. And she was explaining how the Germans had put – Hitler had insisted on putting these loudspeakers on the, the, the dive bombers. So, so when they make this – like really terrifying sound. And so you know, here I am, the little teenage history buff, and I'm like, oh, well, the reason they did that, it was to scare people. And she looked at me and she said, Mark, it did a lot more than scare people. It killed people. And, and all of a sudden, I was like, oh. And she said, you never knew what was going to happen next. She said, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd go to work. And one day, work wasn't there because it had been bombed. And then she told me another day, she went home and her home wasn't there. And she said, thank goodness her mom had been delayed at, at work because um, there was a direct hit on the, the block that their house was on, and it was just smoldering in ashes. She said mom would have been killed. And she said, 
I said, how did you cope with it? And she said, well, it was terrifying. She said, you know, um, we, we scurry for shelter in the tubes. And she said that, you know, subways, as you Americans call them, and we'd huddle together. And as the ground shook and we prayed that the ceilings wouldn't collapse on us and, and you know, we're huddling with strangers. She was not very English to be tactile with a stranger. You know, <laughs> you know and it was kind of funny the way she was describing it. But she said it went on and on. And I said, my God, how did you, how did you cope? And she'd stiff up her lip. I said, what? She goes, it's not like we had a choice. And she said, a crisis is no time to fall apart. You have to put one foot in front of the other and trudge forward. We had no choice. And she said, and I found something within me that I didn't know that I had this inner strength. And she said, and, and we all knew this. We all knew that we were going to take losses. And then she started to tell me about her friends, so many of her friends who had died. And she said, you know, it made me appreciate before the war what we took for granted, meeting my friends after after work to go to a pub and have a pint of beer, having tea time, just going for walks and taking all these things for granted. And, you know, Jeremy... I think that we can learn a lot from those Londoners that were huddling in basements and and in subway tubes during this bombing. I mean, I'm not downplaying for one second, Jeremy, what any of us are going through. Okay, it, it is it's very difficult staying home. I, I mean, so many of us are out of work. People don't know where the next paycheck's coming from. Being this is assaulted bad. on public transit. Well, yeah, and and but the thing is. If history's taught us anything, all bad times eventually will come to an end. And we're not being asked to take cover during bombing raids nonstop, nor are you and I being asked to storm the beaches of Normandy or Okinawa. I mean, we're being asked to stay home and watch Netflix or, you know, listen to Into the Power Abnormal. But, you know, and, and, I'm, and, I, don't, and I don't mean that in a sarcastic or, or facetious manner. And every generation has its crisis. This is ours. Yes, it's bad. But we're not getting bombed. And we're not waiting for nuclear radiation to hit us either. Um, and I certainly hope to God that uh, we never have to, to face either of those other two things. And we all are a lot stronger than we think. And if, if I can share anything from a personal standpoint, people need to realize that every day you draw breath, every day that you are alive is a miracle. And there are many days it doesn't feel miraculous to be alive, but it is a gift. And I think that keeping that in mind, and, and it's funny because I hadn't thought about Anita for, for years and years and years. And then lately I kept thinking about her, you know, talking about huddling in a, in a basement while you know, the whole world around her was literally exploding. So I think that if we look at our past, there have been plagues since the dawn of time. We all have heard of the Black Death in Europe, uh, the bubonic plague. Then there was the plague of 1665, which swept through Europe. And ironically, many times during these plagues, 
great uh, great inventions are made. In fact, uh, Sir Isaac Newton was quarantined. He self-quarantined himself during the plague of 1665. And during that time, he invented calculus. He developed the laws of gravity and the laws of optics. So while we may not be getting a steady paycheck, while we may be frustrated, this is also the time when we can work on those things that we never seem to have had time for. Do you think that there are some planetary and spiritual ramifications to this all as well, Mark? I absolutely do. Uh, Look at what just happened on Earth Day. It was the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, and this was the cleanest Earth Day on record. Um, For the first time in nearly 500 years in Venice, Italy, dolphins were in the canals of Venice. Um, people in, in Mumbai, India could actually see the mountains in the distance. Friends of mine in Los Angeles, you know, cause I'm in LA a lot and they, you know, they're always uh, complaining about the smog. The skies are clear and blue. Uh, carbon emissions are down. We're seeing in national parks, animals now, um, wolves, bears, deers, all sorts of animals are now going into areas where, where they they never tread because there's so many people. Our water's cleaner. Our air's cleaner. It's almost as if Mother Earth is is saying, "Hey, you really can. You really can uh, it coexist with us in harmony." But on another sense, Jeremy, for the first time in human history, and this is very very unique, <clears throat> we've had plagues before. Okay, certainly we've had world wars. We've had strife, but for the first time in human history. All the scientists, all the medical experts in the world are working for a common purpose, and largely they're sharing information. This is unprecedented. This has never happened before. Think about it. You get the best and the brightest worldwide working to come up with a vaccine, treatments, how to control, how to contain this virus. See, humans, we fall into the us and they syndrome. We're superior to them. Our religion's better than them. Our race is better than them. Our system of government is better than them. But unlike unlike human beings, this disease is not a bigot. It doesn't discriminate. It kills young and old. It doesn't care what creed you are, what color you are, what what ethnic or nas- ethnic background or nationality you are. This disease attacks everybody and for once humanity appears to have a common purpose to fight this and so on a spiritual level what i'm seeing and what several of my colleagues because i'm in touch with with uh my friends who who are also legitimate psychics and mediums what we believe is it's kind of like when Obi-Wan Kenobi says there's a great disruption in the force. <laughs> and I know that most of your listeners are probably familiar with that line. OK. And, um, you know, George Lucas is a very spiritual person. When he was 16 years old, he had a near death experience. He actually died in a car accident flatline. They thought he was dead for something like 20 minutes and then he came back to life. And not uh, coincidentally, he had a draft for Star Wars within about five years of that. And when you look at his concept of the force is the energetic field that connects everyone and everything in existence, which we now know is particle physics, that everything on a subatomic level is quantum electromagnetic energy. So 
we are now seeing that everybody in the world has common purpose because we are energetically interconnected. For the first time in human history, our intelligentsia is all working together. It's as if Earth is being given a lesson, a message that we actually can put our brain trust working in harmony together. Instead of scientists figuring out weapon systems to blow each other up, we're trying to cure a disease. And so what we're learning is, yes, we can cure diseases. We can clean up the air. We can do things about food production, population. If we put our scientists working together, we can solve the problems of this planet peacefully. And this is a very, very potent message. The question is... Will humanity accept the challenge? Will humanity learn from this? And will we, as one human family, grow in response to this lesson? Going back to Anita's story, do you think it was a coincidence or not a coincidence that you started thinking of her again? It was definitely not a coincidence. I was... I was sitting here and because, you know, a lot of people turned to me. I've been doing little inspirational videos that I've been putting up on YouTube, you know, try to do like 45 seconds or I'm I'm thankful. I I live in East Coast, Central Florida. Um, I can walk to the beach and they allow us to go down on the beach for walking, fishing, running, just not congregating. And so I like to go and watch the sunrise and, and I pray and meditate. And so I like to share that with people. And I was thinking, how? How can I make this situation relatable? And all of a sudden, it's like I, I, I warped back in time and I remember meeting Anita and her telling me about the London Air Blitz. And I remember her saying, you know, I go, wow, this is really amazing. And she said, amazing? You say amazing. She, and, and she goes, mock. it's one thing to read about this in a book or to see a movie about it but the reality was horrifying and i'll never forget when she said lofty i go i don't understand what's lofty she said lofty was a young man i was rather fond of he was tall and thin they called him lofty because like his head was in the loft you know it was this british slang and she said he lived in a flat near my home and one day it took a direct bomb hit they never found his body And I remember her looking down, and I saw a tear rolling out of her eye. She goes, hell of a nice guy, Lofty was. And it really brought it home for me. I mean, think of, you know, today um, Governor Cuomo said, well, we only had like 400 people die. And he said, this is horrible. Uh, Yeah, whatever the number was. And, And in Maryland today, 800 people died. And my God, so far... Over 50, almost 60,000 Americans have died from this, and and the end is nowhere near in sight. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the casualties we took in the Vietnam War were 50,000 military personnel killed. So between January and in the end of, of April 2020, we've already sustained more casualties than we lost in the Vietnam War. And, you know, people need to to think about this and and how dangerous this this thing is. And we actually need to work together uh, to listen to the scientists and also to realize that 
we need to stop trying to kill each other on a planetary basis. The thing is, Jeremy, I know that you know we're all not going to join hands and sing kumbaya. I mean, that's just not humanity. But or we, or we would be wearing re- rubber surgical gloves if we were. Yeah, we would, and and masks. But the thing is, um, we now have the technology to destroy ourselves. Uh, that's another milestone in human history, and and certainly we've had that for the past seventy years. And and uh, you know the 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 nightmare is when terrorist groups like let's say ISIS gets hold of nuclear weapons or Al Qaeda or you know or somebody like Kim Jong Un. Um, we can destroy ourselves now. Wouldn't it be nice, and maybe that's the lesson again, if we put our technology to peaceful purposes of cleaning things up? And that doesn't mean that one country has to dominate another or anything like that. We, you know, we should all be individuals, and we should have our individual uh, nation-state systems. But perhaps the focus needs to be more global and less us versus them. And I think that's the, the big lesson here. Um, and, and, you know, I'm a realist, if anything. I'm a student of history. I don't think this is going to turn into the planet of Kumbaya. But I think that we can learn to start at least getting along and not resorting to violence. And for God's sakes, scientists like sharing information with each other. Let's let the, the scientists start working together. And I think that we will have a a better, more positive uh, future. Mark, you open to doing some readings for folks who want to connect with some loved ones on the air here tonight? I, I would be honored to. What is, is there any prerequisites? Yes. Um, sometimes the the person that you want to talk to the most may not be the first ones in. Uh, the questions that I ask a lot are, do you recognize this or does that make sense? Be careful about immediately going to no, because sometimes you have to think about it for a moment um, and there's a period after the reading called the unfolding, that's what I call it, where the reading begins to unfold and make more and more sense. It can take hours, days, weeks, even longer. I'm on a lot of shows and people get on like, no, 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 no. And then I get emails afterwards going, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that was my Aunt Martha. I hadn't thought about her in years. And then I remembered you described her to a T. So sometimes the person you don't expect will come through. So that's the whiz-bang-boom. Normally uh, on a one-on-one reading, uh, on the phone readings that I do, and if people want to find out about scheduling that with me, please visit my website, evidenceofeternity.com, same as my book, Evidence of Eternity. And Jeremy, if people that are listening to the show, if they apply for a phone reading, if they mention uh, Jeremy or Into the Paraabnormal in the application form, uh, my assistants are authorized to extend to them a reduced fee uh, because I'm trying to do my part um, as well in the in the COVID crisis. So if you mention uh, Jeremy and and or into the paraabnormal, you'll be eligible to have a reduced fee session with me. All right, Mark, calls are already coming in, 855-790-8255, toll-free in North America, that's 855-790-TALK, or outside North America, 503-506-0396. International and Skype callers can get through at ITP51. The psychic lawyer Mark Anthony with me here on this Sunday night. I'm Jeremy Scott. Want to chat with like-minded thinkers? Join Into the Paranormal Facebook group. It'll blow your mind. Abnormal News, Coronavirus Updates. I'm Brad Bernards.
The director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warned that a second wave of the novel coronavirus will be far more dire because it is likely to coincide with the start of the flu season. I think we have to uh, assume this is uh, like other respiratory viruses um, and uh, there will be a seasonality to it. Um, That said, you know, until we actually see it, we don't know for certain, but I think it's critical that we plan and we're going to have another battle with it, you know, up front uh, aggressively next next winter. Dr. Robert Redfield, courtesy of ABC News. Having two simultaneous respiratory outbreaks would put unimaginable strain on the health care system, he said, and revealed gaping shortages for health care workers. A new interactive map created by Facebook shines a new light on the spread of the coronavirus. Rather than showing the number of people who have tested positive, it shows how many people have reported symptoms in a U.S. county. The map uses data from a survey of over 1 million Facebook users, Facebook said in a statement. CEO Mark Zuckerberg said Facebook's user base of 2 billion people positioned it to help researchers conduct sweeping surveys to better understand the COVID-19 outbreak. Two separate studies, one focusing on the U.S. and one on Europe, have found a worrying link between the severity of air pollution in a given area and the risk of dying from COVID-19. These preliminary results could help to explain why some areas in the world have significantly higher rates of mortality, indicating yet another reason for the need to cut down worldwide air pollution. Connect with the news at paraabnormalradio.com. I'm Brad Bernards, Paraabnormal News, Coronavirus Update. with us by searching ITP51 and click in or call toll free 855-790-8255. The psychic lawyer Mark Anthony, my guest tonight here on this Sunday night edition of Into the Paranormal. I'm Jeremy Scott, international or Skype callers. You might have an easier time getting through because the phone lines are jammed right now. If you are calling in, uh, we do have unlimited lines, but only one person can be on the air at one time. So if you're hearing the message from me and you're hearing our theme song, it means you're in the queue. So just stand by and you won't lose your place. But hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You'll get in a little quicker if you call in on Skype because the phones are jammed right now. Uh, Mark, you ready to do some readings? Yes, sir. Hello in L.A. County. Who is this? You're on with Mark Anthony. Hi, my name is um, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, how are you guys? I've been better. Mark, how are you? I'm, I am doing as as well as I can. I'm trying to be thankful for every day. So it's so nice to hear you, Mark Anthony. I I love your book, and I love just listening to you on um, the radio. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jackie. I appreciate uh, that's very kind of you to say. Um, let me see if I yeah. can see, uh, or do you have a specific question, or do you want me to uh, try to patch into your loved ones on on the other side? Um, just try to pass me on to a loved one from the other side. 
Okay, I'm picking up on a male energy coming through now. When I say that he's on the level above you, what I mean is generationally. So he feels like he could be on the father level. So it could be a father, uncle, or could be, you know, somebody um, like a boss, professor, teacher that you may have had because that's that parental generation. Let me keep working with him. And what I'm getting with him is I'm getting a lot of concentrated um uh, in other words, first I get a gender, then I'm going to feel how they passed, and I'm getting a lot of swallowing issues that were going on with him prior to passing, um, and also a lot of intense uh, breathing problems. So he was having throat and lung issues, and I'm also getting a lot of pains in my lower back and in the kidneys. So this gentleman was pretty ill prior to passing, and it feels like uh, the, the kidney issues were a big factor with him, that he could have been having dialysis. Um, renal failure and i'm feeling a lot of pain going through the bones in my legs when i say my legs i mean him and now i'm getting a nausea and um a nausea sensation so a lot of times nausea is an indicator that he was having difficulty eating and or holding down food prior to passing but this can also indicate a cancerous condition. And in this case, this really does feel like cancer because of the issues with the throat and the way it's moving through his body into the kidneys and especially the pains that I'm getting in the bones. So it feels like the, the cancer that he had metastasized and got into his bones. His passing was not a real quick event and uh, I'm, I'm getting this sedated uh, sensation toward the end which certainly was was the right thing to do there it feels that he was being made as comfortable as possible and from the taste that i'm getting in my mouth this feels like he was definitely being um administered uh sedatives painkillers to make him as comfortable as possible prior to his passing based on what i'm telling you right there does this make sense to you yes um that would sound like my father-in-law Hold on. Okay, and, good. And um, I'm glad you to hold on. Hold on. Um, uh, just don't tell me his name, but go ahead. What were you about to say? Oh, he had cancer. Okay. All right. So let's talk to him. Um, stand by. It's interesting. He's talking about your hair. Are you doing something different <laughs> with your hair? Are you like pulling on your hair a lot? It's like he says you're like tugging and pulling on your hair. That could be a nervous habit, or you could be under a lot of stress, or you're losing hair, or maybe you just change your hair. But what's going on with your hair? <laughs> I'm, I'm curling my hair more, and okay. I'm just well, trying different styles. See, this is how spirits let you know that they're around you and aware of what's happening in your life. He's talking about your hair. You're curling your hair more. All right. Very good. Um, he also says, are you drinking lots of juices? And I don't mean just like orange juice, but are you doing juices? Because I'm tasting yes. all these different, like these healthy green juice drinks. Okay. Oh, you are getting oh thumbs up from the other side big time. Okay. And um, Yes, I, okay. I drink. I drink juices every day. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you know what? He says keep doing that. He says because you're looking good, you're keeping yourself fit and trim, um, and um, your husband, his son, is still here in this world, correct? Yes. Okay. Because he's focusing on him now. Now, this is interesting. When he focuses on your husband, his son, I'm tasting a lot of salt and sodium. This could mean a few different things. This could mean that... 
um, your husband is is either got uh, blood pressure issues, could be high blood pressure, could be low blood pressure, but it feels more like high. And it also feels like there's a lot of fluid retention going on with him. And it also feels like he's not quite on the juice kick that you are. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, well, Dad wants him to be on the juice kick with you, he said, because what's <laughs> happening is you're detoxing your system uh, from yeah. from all, like, the funk and gunk, and what you're doing is you're flooding uh-huh. your system with um, uh, enzymes and really high uh, vitamin-charged particles, so you're keeping your health in balance, and he's concerned for the uh, yeah. health and welfare son um because he wants him to be more attuned to this also your husband is not drinking enough water and he said that um your husband feels like he's building up uh deposits in his kidneys interesting um uh this spirit was talking about his kidneys now he's shifting the focus on his son's kidneys and your Mm -hmm. your husband very well could be um uh, cooking up a kidney stone let me tell you something it's bad enough being quarantined right now dealing with a kidney stone nobody Nobody wants to do even under the best of circumstances. So basically, let's get your husband start drinking the juices and start drinking uh, more water and let's cut back on the sodium. He also says that my son okay. made a very good choice when he married you and he's very, very happy about that. <laughs> and he's leaving me with the yeah. image of a sapphire, beautiful sapphire. Um, sapphire is the birthstone for the month of September. So he could be referencing a significant that, birth. Yeah. Death, go ahead. Uh, that's that's um, my brother's birthday. Is in my is in uh, month of September. Okay, is your brother here in this world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he's leaving us with uh, the image of a sapphire. Let's see if he's got anything to say about your brother. Because I, I want to get the other callers. Um, oh yeah. Interesting. You and your brother are on the same page with a lot of things, uh, especially with health. Yeah. So he wants he wants you to get um, his son, your husband, on that page too, um, so that it'll basically be smooth sailing through this whole crisis. So, Jackie, I will leave all of that with you. Thank you for calling in and keep up the good thank, work with thank your Thank you so much. Thanks, Jackie. Oh, Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. So that clears a line. If you're getting this, uh, call in now. Life advice uh, from the departed. How common is that? Because, you know, people who have, say, smoked their entire lives, uh, say they got cancer or say it just caused some other complications, they may, in the afterlife, be trying to tell those here and now not to smoke. That's one example. How common, though, are those? Uh, very much so, and it seems to happen quite a bit with me. Um, reason being, well, there, there, it's it's actually a long story that God, we could do a whole show just on that. But spirits tend to give me a tremendous amount of medical information about the people that I'm doing a reading for. Healing is a gift from God. Healing is is a positive. Um, it's the white light. It's the energy. So absolutely, you're going to get a lot of spirits saying, "Hey." Um, because they can scan your your body and pick up on where the anomalies, the issues, and the energetic disruptions are, which we call illness, and they're going to guide you um, to get out of that. Now, you know, they're here not to control us, but to to guide and help us. 
I, I my job is to deliver the messages. It's up to the recipient whether he or she wants to follow that advice. But look at it this way. If someone's coming all the way to heaven to tell you to quit smoking, quit smoking. Fair enough. Hi, in Broward County, Florida, you're on with Mark Anthony. Who's this? Hi, my name is Terry. Hello, Terry. Um, and I, hi, I'd like to ask Mark if, if there's any message for me. Hey, Terry, is your mom on the other side by any chance? Yes, she is. Okay, because as soon as I heard your voice, I got this whole mom energy coming in. And mm-hmm. hold on. All right. Wow, she had a lot of health issues toward the end, and I'm getting this diffuse and confused mental state prior to passing. Now, she's not like Absolutely. that on the other side. They, they, yeah, they bring these. All right, so so she's you know, so you're confirming that, and she keeps saying October, 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 October. So there could be births, deaths, anniversaries, or events connected to you or to her or someone close to you of significance within the month of October. Does that make any sense? My birthday. October 19th. Your birthday. My birthday. Woohoo! Okay, great. Um, so let's see what mom has to say to you. Huh. I keep hearing her singing in the merry, merry month of May. Da, 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 da. All right, so there's something going on in the month of May. Now, what's interesting is a lot of the imagery that I get. I was raised in the Catholic faith. I wouldn't consider myself a model Catholic because I take an interfaith approach. But May is a trigger for a significant birth, death, anniversary or event within the month of may or it could be a variation on the name of mary like mary marie marilyn marianne margaret um or somebody that's connected to the catholic faith because she's also showing me an image of a rosary uh which is you know the prayer beads that catholics use so it could also be you know does any of that make sense it all makes sense um mom used to say the rosary a couple times a day and my granddaughter will be singing at the May crowning. Um, oh, perfect. Okay. So beautiful. So guess what? Your mom's letting you know that she is aware that your granddaughter will be singing at, at the May crowning. Also, the rosary is an identifier um, with her. Okay. Um, now, this is interesting. She's zeroing in on your car and on the brake lines and a lot of the fluids. Okay, there's the brake fluid, um, the radiator fluid, and the power steering fluid. Okay, when's the last time you had your car serviced? I just got a notice that it's time to have the car serviced. Yeah. I received an email saying <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm getting brake fluid, power steering fluid, and what was the other one? Oh, radiator fluid. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, you're definitely – and here's the thing. Um, she. What's funny is even though your mom probably didn't know a lot about cars when she was here, spirits are connected to other spirits that are patched into uh, what I call the collective consciousness, which is the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's telling me – wait, wait, your dad's on the other side, isn't he? Yes, he is. Okay, was he the car guy? Because all of a sudden this he male sure energy was. came through, and I feel like I feel like I walked into a, a tire store and I'm smelling all the new tires. Okay, <laughs> so so okay, so your dad's over there with your mom, and he says, make sure she gets all that stuff done. Okay, um, so uh-huh. so uh, especially with the brake lines, uh, they're telling you that. And do you have a, um, a ring where you lost uh, the, the stone that was in the setting? Because your mom's talking about that now. My engagement ring. I, had, I sold the, the uh, middle stone of the ring and um, used it as a deposit on my, my condo. Okay. 
Oh, okay. So you took the stone from your engagement ring to get a deposit on your condo? Interesting. So your folks are bringing that up, which is an indicator that they know about it. But um, they're also telling you that that was a wise move, a very wise move. All right. Let's see if they have any final messages for you. You know, this is really, really sweet. Um, I'm getting such a good, harmonious feeling from your parents. Not only are they in the white light and at peace, but they could not be happier with you as a daughter. They said that you always came through. You always, you know, you you sacrificed a lot for their well-being also. And they want to not only acknowledge that, but they want to thank you for being so patient with them when they were in declining health. So... Thank you so much from, from them and also from me. It's it's just beautiful when when people look after their parents in their, their final days. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, Spirit. Thank you so All much, right. Terry. Um, Mark, are you able to uh, tell if someone around someone is going to pass? Um, that's not really something that spirits generally are going to volunteer. Because um, I have occasionally get people like, when am I going to die? Or when's so-and-so going to die? And they tend not to tell me that because it can start rocking the boat. It can start um, coloring uh, how, how you're going to behave, what you're going to be doing. In, in other words, if a spirit tells someone, well, so-and-so, you're going to die on August 11th, well, that person's going to find a reason and a way to die on August 11th and maybe uh, then develop a very fatalistic outlook on things. So, yes, it's possible, but uh, that's not something that I generally ask them to convey to me. Okay, uh, we've got time for probably one more call after this. If you call quickly at 855-790-8255, toll-free in North America, 503-506-0396 outside North America, and ITP51 on Skype. Let's head to the Phoenix, Arizona metro area. Hi, you're on with Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer. Who's this? Hi, this is Kay. Hello, Kay. Hi. Hello, Kay. How you doing? I love Phoenix. <laughs> uh, so, um, how can uh, I not help today. You? It was a hundred. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's too hot for oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's uh, hopefully it's a hundred Corona killing degrees. <laughs> okay, so uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I have a oh. psychic question. Okay, go right ahead. Um, Tom is missing. And what my question is, is Tom still alive? Good one. Was he last um, seen to the extreme northwest of where where you live? And the reason I say that, and I know that Jeremy shows broadcast in Oregon, which would be northwest of there, but I'm getting this whole northwest vector from Arizona. Okay, so that would bring me somewhere or him somewhere between the San Francisco Bay Area and the southern border of Oregon. Uh, don't know right now. It's possible. Okay. Yeah, you know, because we always have to be careful with with psychic intuition and not overly interpret it. But as soon as you asked, it's like I, I zeroed in or rather uh, the spirits uh, directed my attention to that particular area. So that could indicate that, yes, he's alive and he's in that area. Or if he's not alive, that could be where where he's at. 
Um, the interesting thing when they focus on Tom, was he the type of person? And the reason that I'm asking this is because that's what I'm getting um, about him is like always losing things or dropping things. They keep showing like keys, like keys always falling. Uh, it's possible. Yes, it's possible. Yes, I think that's true. Okay. Hold on. Did he have something? Um, here's why I'm asking this, because this is what I'm getting. When when uh, my guys are focusing on Tom, I get attention deficit disorder. It's like I get this. Uh, he could be distracted very easily, like he'd start one project and then get distracted and forget about it and go on to something else. I just get that his attention span was was all over the place. That's correct. Absolutely. Okay. And I'm getting the feeling that he is alive, and I keep getting directed to that Northern California, Southern Oregon area. It's definitely not uh, Seattle. I'm getting I'm getting that area. And what it is, um, it's like he doesn't like cities, so he'd be more prone to be in in uh, woodsy areas, and he likes cooler, lusher woods. So, you know, Arizona's anything but that. Um, so that's where they're targeting that, that he very well may be. Okay. All right. Anything All else? All right. No, that's, that's what okay. I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. Oh, um, the other thing, uh, you're a real lead foot when you drive, aren't you? Me? You. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I'm, I'm Catholic and I'm a lawyer and I know guilt when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a joke, um, but it, but it's not. What it is, um, the spirits around me say that you take unnecessary chances, like you speed at the wrong times. And so the cautionary piece of advice for you is let's slow it down and let's stop doing, um, I don't know what they call them out west here. We call them Hollywood stops. You know, when you come up to a stop sign, you don't California really roll. stop. It's called a California yeah. roll. <laughs> okay, California roll. Florida oh, call them Hollywood. Uh, same thing. Yeah, it's a stop sign, but I just think I'll just sort of go on through it anyway. You do that a lot, okay? And the spirits are zeroing in on that. They're saying they want me to tell you, please don't do that, okay? So, so please exercise more caution. Don't don't be so much of a lead foot um, because um, you have you have a long way to go in your life, and you don't need to be getting into an accident and compromising your health and well being. That is true. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Be safe. Be well. All right. Thank you so much. I, I will Bye-bye. concur as well. Um, Mark, do you do re- other kinds of readings besides uh, with deceased loved ones? Um, well, I'm a medium. That's my gift. I'm an evidential medium, and my forte is spirit communication. And so, you know, people come to me for you know for grief resolution to hear from their loved ones. Law enforcement's also consulted with me to, um, you know, to help crack cold cases. Uh, I have on a number of occasions, including I was on the, the CBS TV show, The Doctors, and the information I gave uh, to the family in the cold case actually led to the killer's arrest, and he's now pending uh, pending trial. Um, so, so people come to me for my ability to communicate with spirits primarily as opposed to, you know, love life and career advice. 
most of those things I, you know, love, life, and career, you can figure out, you know, for yourself. Okay, it's like, am I meeting anyone? What are you doing about it? Nothing. So what do you expect? Okay, you know, get yourself in shape, get out there, join some organizations, connect with people that have similar interests in you. If you hate your job, get a new one. I mean, you know, you don't need a psychic to tell you that. Mark, uh, you were uh, popular tonight. Phones were ringing. Sorry we couldn't get to everyone, but I think that means we just have to have you back again. <laughs> I look forward to it, Jeremy. Just let me know when, and I'll. It will be my pleasure to be back. And uh, once again, for all the listeners, um, um, if you mention Jeremy and or into the para abnormal, uh, if you apply for a reading with me on my website, evidenceofeternity.com, my assistants are um, going to um, make you eligible for a reduction in the the fee for a reading. Um, Thank you again, Jeremy, for having me on, and I look forward to returning. Absolutely. Stay safe out there, Mark, all right? All right, you too. God bless. And to you, uh, to all of you as well for listening tonight, stay safe. I want you back here next week when we reconvene on Saturday night for another three-hour trip into the paranormal, and we do plan to be on on Saturday night. God willing, you know, I'm going to be staying inside the next week, so I I think I'll be safe and free from assault, but, you know, you never know. So arm yourself, prepare yourself, make sure you tell your loved ones often that you love them. From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, I'm Jeremy Scott. Good night, friends. have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.